All right. Hello and welcome to Just Animals Podcast. I'm your host, Al, and with me as always is my dad, a.k.a. Guy. Hello there, everybody, and uh, happy 2021, although the last episode was 2021. Yes, and finally back with us, Sam the Zookeeper. Yay, Hello. Sam. Finally. I'm back. Yes, we we yes, missed we you, did. Sam. Yes, we did miss I you. Missed y'all too. Okay, so two things before we, well, one thing before we get started here. Um, people in the U.S., especially if you're in Florida on the, uh, what is it, western coast, kind of like Tampa area, um, some jackass decided to carve uh, a name into the back of a manatee. Um, so if you or anybody has any information, please call the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Hotline. That's 888-404-3922. If you have any information, it's pretty brutal and graphic what this person did to a manatee. Um, also, if you're harassing animals, maybe just kill yourself first. Just a suggestion. <laughs> no, seriously. Nice. No, seriously. There'd be, also, the world would be a lot better place. Right. There's, there's Florida, they're having problems with people stabbing and shooting dolphins. What? Oh, yeah, go look. I'll send you the articles. That'll be our next thing. What, what is this about? What is this? They found a dead dolphin in Naples with a bullet hole through its face. That's ridiculous. This is dis- this is disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. If people are capable of doing that kind of shit to animals that aren't doing anything to them, imagine what they can do to people. I say we just put them down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agreed. Okay. You serve no purpose. Okay. Next thing. Back to the fun thing. Guy gets that sound. Are you ready? I am standing oh, by. Be good, because I know. Okay, go. Go. It's pretty low played quiet. again. Yeah, it was super quiet. Can you hear that? Sounds like something we've had. Oh, I know what that is. That's your mother when she wakes up in the morning. No. Is it uh, some kind of bear? Oh. Is it a type of bear? No, it is It is not a bear. It's not even a carnivore. Not a carnivore. Oh. It's an herbivore? It is. Yep. A yak. Kind of close. <laughs> kind of. A wildebeest. Wildebeest. No. Oh. You're in the right continent. Okay. Um, hmm. Uh, an impala. No. Bigger. Bigger. Bigger than an impala. Elk. No, I said what co- oh, are, are there fucking elk in Africa? It's um you know what it is? It's the um that water buffalo thing. No. Okay, I give up. That was a good that, guess. Though. That is a good guess. That is a camel. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, it sounds pretty ferocious. Didn't we do camels? We didn't do camels? We've not done camels. Drom- dromedary. Dromedary. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it, Sam? Yeah, yeah, dromedary, dromedary, whatever you want to say. Yes, so dromedary, dromedary, camel, or camelus, dromedarius, and dromedarius comes from the Greek word dromas, which means running or runner, and common names are dromedary camel, Arabian camel, and one-humped camel. So as for their size, stature, description, and lifespan, um, as one of their common names gave away, these camel camels, oh, I almost said cannibals, Jesus, <laughs> camels only have one hump, standing anywhere from six to seven feet tall at the shoulders and coming in at a length of seven to 11 and a half feet. These tall desert undulates weigh in at a range of 880 pounds to, thir- to 1,325, although some sources said they can weigh between 1,300 to 2,200 pounds. So, Sam, what were your camel stats? I don't even remember. But um, <laughs> they were about that. They were they were huge, gigantic, and um, crazy heavy. I'm I'm pretty sure that both of them were over a thousand pounds. Oh so, really? Yeah, so we weighed on. them on the rhino scale. Is oh the, my god, um, yeah, the rhino crazy. scale. Yeah, is crazy. the uh, two humper a different? It uh, is. So, do you want me to tell you how to tell which uh, which ones which and what they're well, called? Yeah, if they have two, it's a two yeah. hump. Versus right, the, right. the oh, dromedary is the one humped. You're genius. Yeah. Oh. The the two humped is called the Bactrian camel. Bactrian, B A C T R A N. Bactrian. And the way we all remember it is that the um, the humps, the hump of the dromedary makes a D shape, and the humps of the uh, Bactrian make a B shape for Bactrian. Hmm. You know what I mean? 
Yes. So are they? Can they mate a, a, a one a Bactrian and a dromedary? Can are they? Uh, well, that's a good question. I've never nobody's ever asked me that question. Camelus bactrinus and Camelus dromedarius. So, or not because of geographic isolation? Yeah, but like if but I mean they're not dromedaries aren't in the wild at all anyway. So it'd be humans putting them together. I don't know. And humans I'm, are really I'm, good at putting animals together that shouldn't be put together. Yeah. Hello, I'm tiger and the right lion. Now. Well, then there's another one called the wild Bactrian camel, which is. Yes, but there's slightly... no wild dromedaries. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Right. I still can't believe you have a rhino scale. Jesus. What is it, like a shipping <laughs> container scale? No, it's just huge. It's um, it's built into the ground. It's built into the big you uh, know, area where I... they walk over. It's. Because I'm trying to be a better person in 2021. Are you really, though, trying to be a better person? Are you you really? Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about the certain part of the camel's foot. I'll just leave that. (laughs) I'll just leave that be. Yeah, I'm just not going to go there. Why don't you go look up moose knuckle? (laughs) 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 Okay. Hey, hey, I just looked it up. Yes, there is a hybrid. Moose knuckle? No, no, I'm not looking that up. (laughs) Y'all can look with that. No, there's the Turkish hybrid. Um, the Turkish people decided to put the Bactrian and the uh, dromedary together. Oh, and you the mean common- the Armenian genociders? Yeah. <laughs> okay, come on. You don't need to. Am I wrong? Somalia has the world's largest population of camels. Okay, great. Anyway, so they have long curved necks and a deep, narrow chest, long skinny legs, and thick calluses on their knees where they lay down. Uh, fun fact, the one-humped camel is actually a bit of a misnomer. They have a much smaller underdeveloped hump that sits anterior to the big one, and it's right on top of their shoulders. Their coats are usually beige to light brown, typically being uh, caramel brown or sandy colored. However, they do come in a color range of almost white to almost black, and their undersides are usually a lighter color. Additionally, they have large nostrils, super thick lips, and large eyes with a set of double eyelashes. As for their feet, they have two large toes that are able to splay out. Oh, and that there you go. I knew there you go. I was waiting for it. I didn't actually say camel toe. I just said <laughs> they have two large toes. Okay. Um, don't they look like llamas a bit? Do you think if you just in the look? Face. They're in the same in family. The f- in the same, same family? family? Mm-hmm. L- llamas and alpacas are in the camelid family, which is camels, llamas, and alpacas. They're all related, yes. Oh, okay. So it's like the mustelid family with weasels exactly. and stuff? Exactly. Yep. yep. Okay. So Llamas and alpacas are camelids. Alpaca lunch. <laughs> there it is. All right. So their feet have large elastic pads and two fingernail-like toenails on their front pads. Their lifespan is about 40 to 50 years. How old were yours, Sam? Um, they were both in their 20s when I worked with them, like uh, mid to late 20s. Okay. okay. Um, they weren't young. They weren't young at all. Um, but, they, you know, they were middle-aged. Okay. Okay. Yeah. As for their habitat, an indigenous area, these camels are found in North Africa and the Middle East. There is a feral population in Australia, which we will talk about a little bit later. And these animals can be found in the desert. They thrive in arid and semi-arid regions and areas with long dry seasons and short rainy seasons. And they do not do well in humid areas. So basically, Guy, you should just get a a camel. It would probably thrive. I I think they have camels uh, rides out here when uh, it's not COVID. But here's an interesting fact that I just found. That uh, military forces have used camel cavalries in wars through Africa, the Middle East, and the modern day. Border Security Force of India, though as of July 2012, the BSF planned the replacement of the camels with ATVs. I think they should have stuck with the camels. They don't use as much gas. Yeah, yeah but then you've got to board them. Feed them. Yeah. You've got to feed them, clean up after them. Do they uh, need a salt lick like a horse? I wonder. I don't know. Uh, we did have a salt lick for them. Okay. I'm not sure if they really, you know, did it all that time. But Wait a minute. The United States Army them. established the U.S. Camel Corps stationed in California yeah, in the late California. 19th century. Wow. Yeah, I was in San Diego. At the Benicia Arsenal? Oh, in wait. Ben- they are now- How did you not know this? All the shit you nerd out about, you didn't know that. I didn't know that they had the Camel Corps. Oh my gosh, I'm learning something here today. Okay, so anyways, um, so Benicia is actually not that far from us, Sam. Yeah. Um, okay, so as for their zoo habitat and zoo amenities, all you. So super freaking simple, of course. I mean, these things live in the desert with sand and little else to go by. So really, <laughs> at the zoo, it's just super simple to 
to set them up. Um, ours that I worked with, we they lived in what was called the train yard. It was the part in the back of the zoo where you could only see if you took a little train li- train ride. Mm-hmm. And it was just a lot of open space surrounded by trees. Um, so they did have a lot of shade. Um, they did also live with two ostriches and a big um, herd of scimitar horned oryx. So they mm-hmm. all, you know, they all got along. They did um, have, they did not have many amenities because they're relatively easy. Um, they did have a big covered trough area to eat and giant water bowls that were a pain in the ass for us to clean. Um, they did have a huge r- river running through their area, but they never drank water out of it, never even went near it. Fuckers. Um, yeah. How, so, how, uh, did you ever see them drinking water? Yeah, they did drink water. I mean, it wasn't a lot and it wasn't very often, but yeah, they'd bend over and drink every once in a while. Hmm. They still need water. Yeah, yeah, everything still needs water at the end of it. Even a cat And when you see water. them every day, of course you're going to see them drink once in a while. Okay. Oh, hey, by the way, the Benicia Arsenal was a staging area during the Civil War for Union troops from the West. Interesting. Interesting. Oh, and the short-lived Camel Corps was uh, disbanded in 1863. Yeah, but they oh. let the camels go out in the wild. Uh, they from Texas was became part of the Confederacy. Yeah, Most they did. The, okay, so where? How come we don't have camels wandering? Uh, so, the- by Secretary of War Jefferson Davis, later Confederate president. Um, let's see. The one and only Camel Corps was dreamt up in 1855. So, shout out to Jefferson Davis and his racist slave wanton ass. All of those ones. You know what? You cannot make a comment about the history of the U.S. because you will. Uh, everything is can find something wrong with everything. Okay, it is uh, what it was. Yeah, it is what it was. It was. Well, you my know. favorite is is white people saying that they're real Americans, and it's like you're a descendant from an immigrant. You understand no, that, right? Unless you're a Native American, you are not. You're you're an immigrant. Period. Yeah, I know, the, but that's the, where that's why I love pilgrims, all these. The daughters of the American Revolution. Immigrants. They're all you. You were not here first, right? But that's what you do. But you know the people I'm talking about. They're like, I'm a real American. I'm a this true patriot. I'm a I'm a white true through and through American. No, bitch, you're an immigrant, just like those, just like everybody else. You all, Plymouth Rock didn't. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. We Plymouth Rock well, landed Malcolm. on us. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank Malcolm. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's Malcolm Ten. Thank you. It's a, Jesus, shut it. Okay, as for their diet, all you, Sam. Okay, so in the wild, um, they primarily eat thorny plants, dry grasses, and salt bush because that's what's in the desert. Um, but they will eat just about any plants that they can find that can grow in the desert. So they'll just eat about anything. Okay, and the zoo so diet, I'm gonna let uh, yeah, I'm gonna let guy take the zoo diet one because I'm sure he knows. I was just looking. I was just <laughs> typing Missouri to see if we had a camel diet. <laughs> they do. Oh, yeah, God. they do. And so they got their Missouri crunchies and then they got a ton of hay. They loved hay. So they got different um, kinds of hay, depending oh. on what kind we had. And um, then they would occasionally eat. We would um, leave browse bush um, branches, like huge branches of browse out for the oryx. And the, um, okay, everybody so I have some, uh, hold on. Stop the presses. Stop Jesus. the presses. I think Lando Lakes owns Missouri. I'm not 100% sure, but I think they do. Yeah, I, I I was just typing in something and a, and Lando Lakes popped up. Oh, you know what? They took off that cute Native American lady off I their know, butter. I know that. Now it's just a big O with yellow. Yeah, and in the it's middle. like what is? Oh, you look at the packaging; it looks like shitty knockoff butter. Now it's offensive. Okay, so we name. have a llama diet HF. I don't know what HF is. What's that? High fiber. We have llama chews. We have uh, Missouri alpaca oh, and llama. Chews. You know what used to have chews? My uh, my little chinchilla, Petey, he had volcanic rock chews until dad killed him. Your mother killed him, but that's besides the point. You definitely killed him. No, I didn't kill him. You did. Uh, the Missouri Vitamin and Mineral Blend E, does that ring a bell to you, Sam? I don't remember what any of that stuff was called. It was, it was labeled camel diet <laughs> for me. It was herbivore diet i don't know what was in it camelids high and productive camelids alpaca llama necessary nutrients for healthy productive camelids yeah. okay alpacas llamas and camels are in the camelid family get expert advice it I'm is it's a subsidiary the it's owned by pmi nutrition international llc which is a subsidiary of lando lakes what a find See? what an interesting thing yeah 
actually, you know what? We have to we have to su- support Land of Lakes for dropping their Indigenous Woman logo. Why uh, was it bad? Why? Was it- I thought What's it was a good because Kevin Alice, the chief executive of the National Congress of American Indians, a oh. public education and advocacy group, said the organization saw it as a positive sign, adding, We encourage all companies that peddle products displaying stereotypical native themed imagery to follow suit. So, you know what? Leave it alone. Yeah, I did read that, no, that he, he said to, to leave it on there. That was not, uh, it's not like the Washington Redskins or- You are not Native American. You don't get to decide what is and isn't offensive for indigenous peoples. I am. I I'm a schmohawk. I am a schmohawk. <laughs> Go back to Brooklyn. <sighs> I don't know. But I really anyway, did love the Land of Lakes. I know, Indian, so did I. But and if, I, was, if, I was super but, bummed when I didn't see her on there. Right. I know. But you look at it, it looks like a weird knockoff brand now. It does. But you know what? If that's if that is what uh, indigenous peoples find that to be more respectful, I support it. So wait, they find it to be more respectful, or he wants it on there? You know what? Time out. Time out for your your indigenous people stuff, which they are indigenous people. But you know what? I subscribe to uh, travel newsletters, and they uh, always say Indian. They never say indigenous. They never say original people. That's in the tribal Indian First Nations. You mean? They don't say that. It's called they're called themselves Indians. Mm. I'm gonna look it up and, and and go ahead, keep yapping about camels. Okay, anyways. So American well, it's usually American Indians, you know. Yeah, that's right. Okay, anyways, back to our camel friends. So they're Oh, are you throwing up? <laughs> <laughs> I just God, <laughs> That's great. Does he have a little button that says ah, vomit? Oh, vomit. No, we, need, we need to make I need to make outdoor. What is it? What is it? Outside. Vomit. vomit. Yes, a little bit. Okay. Well, I think he ate it, so move him. Yeah. Okay, sorry about that, guys. You know, you know, Sam, you know that this thing sound where it's like, oh fuck, they're gonna puke. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely oh, a distinct puking animals. Yeah. Speaking of puking animals, was that common in the zoo? Them throwing up? <laughs> God, you know, you could get up and clean it up. Shh, I am recording something. We're busy, We're busy over here. I ain't got time for throw. All up. the times I've cleaned up his vomit, don't even start with me. Okay, anyways. But yeah, so is that like a common occurrence to, see, to hear and see animals puke in the zoo? Uh, no. No. <laughs> we didn't. No, we didn't. Not, not a lot of things puked. They had oh, a hangover. Uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I mean, they did. They definitely vomited. I cleaned up many vomits, but it wasn't like a, a, a daily occurrence. It wasn't a lot. It was usually like when, you know, they weren't feeling well or if they had eaten some Funyuns or whatever, you know. Funyuns. Yeah. People like to feed them Funyuns and Doritos and Cheetos. Hot Cheetos is the worst. Oh, fuck. That probably Flaming hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. It's bad. And that's what makes them throw up <laughs> and have the most horrible diarrhea, but. Oh no! But did they can get dehydrated from that and die? Yeah, that's why. Well, that's why we have to be super observant and get to that. You know, make sure we know what how they're acting. All I'm saying, if you get caught feeding an animal hot Cheetos, you should then have to go clean up the diarrhea. Yeah, well, that'd be nice. Uh, okay, so uh, getting back, I found that email, and the email is called Indian Country Today. Okay. It's not Native American country today. It's not indigenous people today. It's Indian country today, written by Indians, for Indians. Okay, Uh, great. And so I get what you're saying. Indigenous is not wrong either, though. No, I don't want to be disrespectful, but if that's what they chose to be called and that's what they're calling themselves, then uh, it's your white guild or part white guild that's making you do all these other stuff. I don't have any white guilt. Okay, so Sam, what he's leaving out is my grandfather on my mom. Well, my mom's dad grew up on a Cherokee reservation in Oklahoma, actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and that was back in the day when they went to like go to town for water, and it was whites, coloreds, and then the horse trough water for Indians. Uh huh. So, anyways, so basically. Sometimes I kind of just think maybe we should just nuke the entire country and start over. Okay, there you go. I nice. just found this article about this. Um, his don't the come guy. over here and fucking burp and shit. I'm sorry. Is Pull he like slobbering? 
Because he, no, he, he just did a very watery burp and like looked at me <laughs> straight in the face. Oh boy. Fucking oh. asshole. Oh, now he's gonna. Now he's grabbing his toy and getting in his bed like nothing happened. This, uh, this is really about the camels here. It is. Anyways, so okay. As for so their diets, okay. So solitary or pack animals? What do you think, Reiner? They are pack animals. Yes. Yeah. How many did you have like living together? Did you have like a whole cavalry of camels? Is that their group name? I feel like it should be cavalry. <laughs> what? That'd be cute. So you did not have a full cavalry of camels. Contingent. What about a platoon? What's more, cavalry or, pl- or platoon? I don't know. I don't know anything about my yeah, dad. Is I don't ABS. think cavalry don't is a shit. specific a number like a brigade or something like that. A cavalry is just it's not it's not a specific number of troops. Oh. Okay. Okay. Anyways, so yes, behavior. So Sam, tell us a little bit how their their like domestication. Okay. Well, they were domesticated. Um, so they're not true wild animals. We already mentioned that real quick. Um, but scientists do believe that they were first domesticated about four thousand years ago mm-hmm. in the Arabian Peninsula. Okay. And they have not occurred naturally in the wild for nearly two thousand years now. And um, yeah, so it was a long time ago. Um, but everything I read, that's they were domesticated relatively late in our human timeline, like as opposed to horses and shit like that. Really? And yeah. even like dogs too? Um, yeah. Dogs were before, uh, hold on. I have, oh, I found an article on it. Now I lost it. But yeah, there's, um, they were done. Let's see. Dog cattle was 9,000 mm-hmm. years ago. Dogs were domesticated 14,000 years ago. Okay. Yeah, so I say like 10, for pigs, cattle 9,000, 10,000 for goats. Hmm. Yeah. Donkey is just behind um the horse and the donkey are just behind the camel is 5,000 years. 5 that 5500 and 5,000. So really? yeah, and 1,000 years after that the camel was domesticated. So it has been really yeah, in our domestication timeline. Yeah, but that yeah. actually is fairly recent. Yeah, and it um and they were domesticated to help with the the uh, trade routes like incense trade and all that stuff at, back then. Ooh, Silk oh, Road, incense, exactly. peppermint. Well, I don't know if Silk Road is accurate. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's not accurate. But neither. But you know, we're also not talking about that crazy website either. Yeah, do you guys remember that Silk Road? No. You don't great, remember that? It's a great, uh, if you have access to Amazon Prime, there's a 10 episode uh, thing about the Silk Road. The guy starts in Venice and winds up in China and he stops along the way and talks to people and it's just amazing. And when he first gets to China, there's a whole contingent of people that are not Chinese looking that are Muslim, I think. And that's the uh, Uyghur, yeah, that live in China. That but China's to- genociding right now? Yeah, probably. No, not probably. They are. Yeah, but uh, if you're in the NBA, uh, we don't talk about that. And oh, they they talk about what happens here, but they won't talk about that. You realize that's every big company in this in this country uses slave labor in China. So no, but know. that's why I won't watch any more NBA. No, don't tell me no. It's it's fact. The hypocrites. The NBA is a hypocrite. And well, then I so is Nike. Yeah. Okay. They use the slave labor. Okay. The whole world is. The whole world exploits China, and you know, and we kind of you know anyways regardless um what are we gonna you don't remember the silk road that website oh i didn't go it's a drug it's a drug uh, thing to where you buy (laughs) people it was like i don't know if it was on the dark web and then it came onto like the mainstream web but people were selling like coke meth ecstasy pot like heroin hardcore drugs through this and then it got busted in san francisco right they busted the guy in san francisco so did they did they, did you really buy it and they would like mail it to you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Stupid. What an idiot. Yeah. You can't get oh, yeah. okay. Weird. Yeah, so the FBI busted, yeah, the web's biggest okay, so the um after two and a half years of running the booming anonymous narcotics bazaar known as the Silk Road, the drug kingpin um finally got what did you caught. Think? The drug what? Kingpin. Kingpin. And didn't he get caught in San Francisco? I'm not sure. I don't know. I wish I would have known about that website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Shit. Yeah. Probably back in my heyday. 
doing a bunch yeah. of things I shouldn't be doing. Probably yeah, let's see. It. Yeah, you got caught April 2013, I think. Oh, no. That's past my time. That's Ooh, why. It sounds like a Jew. Jew. Andy Greenberg. Definitely Andy. a Jew. Isn't that the guy on um, um, and Brooklyn 911 or something like that? Mm, that's Andy Samber. Brooklyn wow. Nine-Nine? You think all Jews have the same last name? That's racist. <laughs> Oops. Turn that off. That's your mother being detected by the security camera. Oh, should you, you should tell Sam about how you were a fucking pervert in the bathroom. We'll get to that later. Let's finish, the, that. Let's finish the camel before we start to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, so they're diurnal and the, these camels are kept in a semi-wild state, meaning that they do get their food from wild vegetation and they will get water from humans. They will browse for around six to eight hours a day and then chew cud um, for the other six to eight hours. Okay. What is cud and like this? cud chewing process sam please explain that to us so i'm like i'm sure um okay so chewing cud is turn it off literally (laughs) it's the act of further enhancing their digestive process by them regurgitating their partially fermented food which is the cud and rechewing it for further fermentation so this is done drunk no 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 that it's not fermented it's it's, it's different. Like it's different. Right, 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 right. It's different. Um, so a lot of y'all um, probably heard about cows and goats and things. Ruminants. You've heard of ruminants. Ruminants. Right. Yeah. Ruminants with the four stomachs and everything. Um, and it's because of all this plant fiber and stuff. Well, camels don't have four stomachs. They are actually called pseudo-ruminants. So camels, llamas, and alpacas are not true ruminants, but they do have like a weird three compartment stomach instead of a four compartment stomach um, that helps them break down all that plant fiber um, that's fermented and everything so that they can get all the nutrients. So it's kind of like getting more oh nutrient. <laughs> I'm lowering the volume. That's why I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. But that's it. So oh it's just, God. it's it's a way of getting more nutrients out of food that they've already chewed up. It'll, they'll bring it back up, chew it up some more and then bring it back down and they'll ferment some more. Are you fucking kidding? No, I'm sorry. That was an accident. Songs? Camel songs. Camel songs? Oh. Are you trying to find camel songs? No, not. Uh... Okay. Sally the camel has two humps. Sally the camel has two humps. You remember that song? No. I do. Thank you. No, How do you, well? You weren't really involved in our in our young uh, re- child rearing, so that makes sense why child you wouldn't remember. Days. Yeah. How many times did you take us to Duck's Nest? Twice. Exactly. So Duck's Nest was a little preschool. No. But did you say that? Did that a bar? <laughs> uh, just just wondering i could see it happening well that's a good bar's yeah. name too duck's nest yeah that's why i thought it was for like a strip club name what are you doing probably trying to find camel songs now turn that shit off okay so camels are very timid by nature turn it off turn it off walk like a camel okay go ahead no Jesus Christ. Uh, only riding males display aggressive behavior. Confrontational behavior among these camels includes pushing each other with their entire bodies or a lowered head and neck. They will snap at each other without biting. And occasionally um, you will see them vomit cud when hurt or excited. Sam, have you seen them vomit in so, excitement? No. So I think, <laughs> so I don't know what they're talking about. I think this is referring to how they spit, like llamas and alpacas, when they're irritated or threatened or, you know, excited. I've okay. never heard of a camel doing any other vomit-related behavior other than spitting. Like, I mean, they'll they'll they vomit up that that cud into their mouth, mix it with saliva, and and they'll spit it at you. That's what it is, and and it is it's literally vomit that they're spitting at you. Ugh. But it's it's vomit mixed with their saliva. It's like that that nasty cud, and then and then they spit it. I mean, but yeah. but like vomiting and throwing up, like like we do. No. Okay. So these camp the uh, so dromedary males will chase away other stray males to keep them away from females in the herd. And when traveling, camels move in a single file line. The females will take turns leading in the front, and the dominant male directs the family from the rear. Uh, extreme fights can end in death to both camels. Camels are very social creatures and like to be together in groups. They will greet each other by blowing in each other's faces. 
And camels do spit. And this, again, like Sam said, the spitting is more like vomiting. They actually bring up their stomach contents, mix it with saliva, and project it out. And the purpose of the spitting is to surprise, distract, or irritate whatever the camel feels threatened by. And basically, if a camel's cheeks fill up and bulge, it's about to spit. So, Sam, how many times did your camel spit? Uh, All the time, but never out of me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So all the um, so I think they never they never spit on any keeper that I that I because they liked everybody you know if you came with food they love you, um, so I don't th- think they ever spit on any of us. They were really sweet and we never gave them a reason to be mad or irritated with us. So oh, okay, we just, you know, I mean they would spit at other animals like they spit at the ostrich, they'll spit <laughs> things like that, but. <laughs> But yeah, they were never irritated with us. So then we'd so. have to like go clean off with like the ostrich come up. It's like, what, the, oh, dude, what God, is no, on you? No, we let them clean themselves off. I don't clean that nasty shit off. We'll take <laughs> care of it. <laughs> I know. I'm just imagining a camel spitting at an ostrich. That honestly sounds hilarious. Yeah. I mean, when they, uh, ostriches can be pretty irritating, man. But, I feel like that's any bird. <laughs> yes. But ostriches, <laughs> I love birds. Um, but yeah, they yeah, birds can Did be. Did you know that camel milk is a staple food for desert nomad tribes and sometimes considered a meal in itself? A nomad can live on, on only camel milk for almost a month. You should try that. Camel no, milk challenge. It. If it doesn't have a lot of lactose, I can I can try it. Camel milk challenge. Camel milk challenge. Can be made into yoghurt. For some made into I butter. Like, I don't know how you're making yogurt like in the middle of the fucking desert, but okay. Gross. Hot yogurt. You know some hot yogurt? Camel yeah, cheese. Too- oh my gosh. Okay. Ooh. Anyway, so Sam's zoo behavior, were, what were they like in the zoo besides spitting at ostriches? <laughs> they were sweet as pie. Um, but they could, so this is another thing, they could become pushy with us um, when food was around. So when we went to feed them, <clears throat> we would drive out there in a pickup truck with all their hay and food in the back. And they mm. would literally bum rush us in the truck while we were still driving. Like we could have oh, literally Jesus. Over, so we had to go like two miles an hour and they'd bum rush the truck and start eating out of the back before we even stopped. So as soon as we stopped, they'll sit there and they're like, you know, bum rush the truck and everything. So we always had to make sure that we were on the opposite side of the truck to them because it, it became, it, it happened where somebody almost got crushed against the truck. Oh, shit. <laughs> so they're very, um, unaware of like, as soon as they can't see you, which is, when they get pretty close because you know their necks are so far over you they don't they don't have any kind of like spatial awareness oh okay they would um they would definitely run you over and 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 pin you against the truck and and not even realize they were doing it and they wouldn't do it on purpose which is one of those things so yeah we had to be careful with them because they were gigantic and they could kill us in an instant um gotcha but but they were sweet they were super sweet okay okay because i've heard they can be really stubborn and ornery too (laughs) yeah i did so one was a little bit more ornery than the other but it was he was just standoffish he was just he didn't um oh he just wasn't around as much he was you know just a little standoffish but he wasn't mean okay okay so as for how they communicate their main form of communication is actually through body language and if a camel's eyes are bulging or see more wide than usual, this is usually a sign of fear or feeling threatened. Uh, and the herd setting camels will push on each other to assert dominance. And when happy or content, they will wag their tails, similar to a dog. And their main vocalizations are a sheep-like bleat, which is used to locate each other. They also do bellows, growls, and roars. And a whistling noise is produced as a threat noise and is made by males by grinding their teeth together. Neat. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Are you, you okay, guy? You've been awfully quiet. Oh, yeah. I've been okay. reading about uh, camels and Islam. According to the Jewish tradition, camel meat and milk I like how you say camels, camels and Islam, and then you jump to Jewish well, tradition. Camel can be eaten. It's, it's halal. They're kosher. Halal. No, they're not kosher. No, because they have uh, cloven feet, they right? Camels possess camel? only one of the two kosher criteria. Although they chew their cud, they do not possess cloven hooves see, but these, see, see, see. right you shall not so eat among those that bring up the cud and those who have a cloven foot the camel because it brings up its cud but does not have a completely cloven foot is unclean for you so jews don't because eat camels but uh muslims or islam uh, it's sort of okay however they have to go through a certain thing after they eat a camel 
Okay, so then what? What if you then go do one of those Jewish baptisms after? Nope, it's uh, still no. It's, uh, Trafe, I think the word is trafe. You know, that's uh, no good. Eighty-six. Nah, nada. Okay. No, thank you. Reproduction. Okay. I'll use it. Yeah, I'm going. So camels are polygonous, which means males mate with several females. Um, the yeah, females baby. do start. Yeah, Shh. females start mating when they're about. Oh shit. I meant four years old. <laughs> I left it out, but it's four. Um, males begin to rut by age three, but don't reach full sexual maturity until they are about six. And you mentioned rutting earlier. And I just wanted to say what rut was because I don't think a lot of people know what rut is unless no. they've been attacked by a deer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> rut is a yearly thing um, when male uh, hormones start going and they'll start fighting for the girls. So it's a yearly like seasonal thing where they, they get very hormonal and very... Uh, angry trying to search mm. for ladies so you'll see like if you're there's a lot of videos with people getting um attacked by deer like they'll think oh look at deer and they'll go oh to yeah it. and then the bull will just fuck them up. Like, fuck you yeah or those are deer yeah the ones with the huge um antlers are the ones that are in rut they're just being absolute assholes and they'll kill you yeah so yeah during running season i know like with deer their necks get thicker too and like they bulk up is that the same with camels mm -hmm. Um, I'm yes, it is with everything. Like um, elephants will get like a they're on roids. Yeah, like it's all their hormones are pumping through. Yeah, but I mean it's it's very slight. It's not like it's not like going from skinny to bodybuilder overnight. Right. It's very okay. very little bit. Yeah. So breeding season is in the winter or rainy season. And when she is about to give birth, the mom will leave the entire herd and find a private area covered with vegetation for the birth. And the mom and calf return to the herd after about two weeks. Um, the mom gives birth to typically one calf every two years. And they usually do just have one, but two is an unheard of. Um, uh, gestation is about 14 months, which is about 370. It's 370 to 440 days. Such a bunch of months. And babies stay in their mother's care for up to two years before they go off on their own. And that's mm, it. Okay. All righty. So did you ever have any little baby Joe no. camels? No, because we only had two boys. That's it? They didn't fight with each other? There were no females to fight over. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't. They're... Yeah, nothing. And on the intelligence spectrum, where would you put them? Um, Smarter than giraffe. <laughs> I mean, slightly above a giraffe. Probably, actually, probably, probably like a big step, a step above a giraffe, not just slightly. I mean, they're pretty smart. They were, I mean, you know, they didn't, they didn't space out for no reason like the giraffes do. They were, they were always alert and. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? They they knew what was going on. The okay, giraffes they were not so much. Constantly, just like aware. Right. Yeah. They're aware of their situation and things. <laughs> <laughs> Cute okay. Okay. So camels do not walk on their hooves. They actually walk in their on their large toes. And as for their nostrils, uh, since windstorms in the desert are quite common, their nostrils are actually very slit-like and they can actually be closed to protect it from blowing sand. Additionally, their noses have special cavities that moisten and trap um, the moist air. On their way, on the way in, as they, um, and it also prevents moisture from going back out when they breathe out. And essentially, the nostrils trap and recycle the water vapor that is usually lost through exhalation. And um, let's see. As for their as for their mouths, uh, they have prehensile lips, and they actually split into two halves, and each half actually moves independently. This allows them to get really close to the ground to eat short uh, desert plants. Through their flexible lips, um, they have their tough, flexible lips. It'll also allow them to eat harsh, harsh vegetation with bristles and thorns, salty plants. Um, I did read somewhere, Sam, that they will even eat fish. I don't know where the fuck you find a fish in a desert. I don't either. I, I, don't, I read that too, actually, and I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I guess if seriously. Like are you putting fish in their water? Like where Are, are you, you gonna, like, like starving them and then giving them fish? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's the weirdest thing. Dried That's fish. also a possibility. Dried fish. They also have sharp canines and incisors that grow throughout their life. And as for their humps, all you, Sam. Okay, so. My humps. My, my humps. humps. My lovely lady humps. Check it out. Oh. Yes. But the boys have humps too. Um, but the, so contrary to popular belief, the hump is not full of water. 
It is actually stored up fat that the camels can metabolize into energy when the resources are low. And then sometimes you'll see a camel with a floppy hump. And this just means that it doesn't, it hasn't been physically eating food and it's used up all those fat stores in its hump and it just needs to be filled up again with a bunch of resources. And then um, that's it. And I already told you all about the D and B shapes, how to tell them apart. But yeah, so that's, it's just fat up in there. Mm-hmm, so hopes. I will say the Bactrian camels mu- have a much more exciting floppy hump when they are. <laughs> they do. It's, it's very awkward. It's, it's really kind of like free willy type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Weird. If floppy- yeah. Are talking about the wild Bactrian or just the regular Bactrian? Any. Just look huh? up look up camel with floppy hump. I wouldn't look that up on weird. like a porn site though. But it is weird looking. Yeah. And they do flop around. Like they'll run around and flop around. That's so crazy. Like it's like um it's like when uh obese people lose a lot of weight and have that all extra skin. Oh, that makes sense. That's what it's like, yeah. Yeah. They just look so funny. Oh, yeah, here's me and my floppy hump. Okay, so their red blood cells are actually oval-shaped, which helps with blood flow even if they are in a dehydrated state. Their eyes are protected from dusty, blowing sand by their double row of eyelashes. And furthermore, they have a... Uh, nictitating. Thank you, nictitating membrane that also protects the camel's eyes from dust. And this inner lid is very thin, and the camels are able to see through it. Uh, their urine is actually highly concentrated and actually has the consistency of syrup. How do you and know? Because I <laughs> should we go through the um, urinary process in humans? Should I break that down for you? Why did you drink some of your own? No, I didn't. Thank, oh. fortunately, I haven't had to do that. Okay, you. Yeah, have have you? No, but. Uh... We I'm pretty sure some have, dumbass said you can drink your own urine to cure to we, cure COVID. I'm pretty we, sure yeah. someone said that. We do have uh, my mother uh, to clear a sty would have us urinate on a piece of cotton and hold that to our eye. Now I don't know what the chemistry or is on that, but that was the folk. So you put pee in your eye? Uh, well, no, I didn't put the on pee the in my eye. I put the okay. Let me. I'll, I'm going to look it up. So That's just one of those things you don't say out loud. Well, there's a lot of folk remedies. But that's like not when you sh- you openly share with people. Well, hold on. Well, that would be like peeing if you uh, you know, if you have that uh, that thing from uh, what is it called? Urchin, sea urchin. That's, you know, that was something to talk about peeing on that, right? True. Mm-hmm. So, okay, according to the Stanford University um, pathologist Theodore Lang, so, this so is time out, time out, time out, time out. Because I just, I just found that I just found this on the web. Improved sight HQ. It's called urine therapy. Urine it's not work, a thing. Your time urine improve your eyesight. Urine works well for eye infections. I had an eye infection last summer for half a day. Then I remembered about the urine therapy. The next morning, I collected my midstream morning pee since the first pee of the day is the strongest, most medicinal pee of the day. I dropped several drops into both eyes, and immediately I felt the infection going away. The urine did not burn. It felt very soothing. About four hours later, I applied more drops from my jar of morning pee to my eyes and felt the infection clearing up even more. I felt fine and well, all day uh, for the fun of it, I put more urine jumps in again at the end of the day just to make sure I was killing off the infection, even though my eyes were already totally cleared up. So, who uh, the fuck did that? And the, the, look, somebody says urine is very useful, not wasteful product. Urine softens water, soothes skin, clears infections, good for washing clothes. No, the fuck it does not. Okay. Well, I'm telling so you. So, it could be possibly dangerous, one, given the potential for microbial contamination. Uh, you should not put your urine or anybody else's urine in your eyes to treat anything. At best, you'll end up with an irritated eye. At worst, you'll get a nasty eye infection with an STD like gonorrhea or chlamydia. Well, I don't think it, uh, if your own urine has it, it doesn't have it. Okay. Don't be putting pee in your eyes. Well, there's something to this. No. Anyways, okay. So, where were we? 
Uh, they are also able to conserve water by changing their body temperature throughout the day. So this temperature fluctuation keeps them from sweating, and thus they're able to conserve water. Their body temperature ranges from 93 degrees Fahrenheit at night to 106 degrees in the day. And at night, the excess heat is given off as opposed to evaporation from sweating during the day. So like they just kind of dissipate their own heat at night. Uh, they can handle up to 30% water loss, and the typical animal can only handle... 15% water loss. Anything more than that, and it is lethal. Hmm. Right? Interesting. All right, predators and threats. I'll use yeah. Samantha. Well, there really aren't any because they're they're domesticated. So they're not in the wild. But when they were in the wild, it was things in Af like lions and things like that. Um, but now it's, they don't, you know, they're not out in the wild. So um, they're domesticated. So there's a ton of them. So, I mean... Nice. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we've got that population booming. So. Oh, well, that's, at least we did something right. <laughs> that's one thing. That's because we can use them. That's, yeah. They can <laughs> that's so true though. Yeah. Shit. I know. All right. Oh, God. Okay. So as for fun facts and human encounters, as for why there is a feral group of camels in Australia, they were imported in the 19th century and were used to cross the vast deserts of the outback regions there. Uh, they are known as ships of the desert. They can drink as much as 30 gallons in 10 minutes. Uh, let's see. April 2020, an Iranian man who calls himself the Islamic prof, uh, Islamic prophetic medicine healer prescribed drinking camel urine to prevent and cure covid gross no that doesn't work but your urine if it's if you don't have no. an std or urinary tract infection in your eye may help your sty may may i'm not a Anyways, doctor do not drink camel urine um so fyi drinking camel urine has been a common practice in the arabian peninsula for a very long time do not drink it um mers or middle east respiratory syndrome coronavirus so the mers virus is actually passed by camels so you know watch that um and fyi you should avoid contact with animals that uh, with an animal that is suspected or is in a barn with where the virus is circulating or do you ever have to worry about that did they was there like some camel mers vaccination uh -uh. oh shit no. no i mean we didn't i mean we didn't do it but we don't oh, have boy. middle east respiratory syndrome here that's also true too yeah. So camels can carry an excess of 200 pounds of weight and walk about 20 miles a day. They can run at a steady pace of 25 miles per hour and they can sprint at a pace of 40 miles per hour. And FYI, the camel sounds were used to voice Chewbacca in Star Wars, which I do not get the love of Star Wars if I can just wait, interject wait, that. Wait, what, was that a camel? <laughs> what was that about Chewbacca? Oh, there it is. Uh, Chewbacca's call is a camel. Hmm. Okay. So... I enjoy Star Wars, but I grew up with Star Wars. Like, it, I was born in 1978. And my brother was already born, and he was into it. I'm oh, okay. into Star Trek. When it was huge. Okay. He was also in Star Trek, but I, I can't get into Star Trek. But I like Star Wars, but I don't like any of the new – I only like the first three. That's it. Okay. That's so let me in. tell you what killed it for Star Wars for me. Oh, uh, when they had that Jaja Binks, that, that cartoon oh, no, thing. No, no, I didn't mm – -mm, I won't – It was over for me. I liked the Star Wars up to that. Once they brought in that cartoon, I was done. Yeah. Those are the worst. I only saw one – I saw each of one of those ones once, and I was like, never again. That was a waste of my life. <laughs> But yeah, the first three, the first three back, you know, back in the day, I really enjoy because it was, it was, you know, what I grew up with. I have a, I just, my mom just found my Yoda shirts from kindergarten. Hell yeah. Yeah. Got all kinds. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So let's see here. Oh, camels provide um, us humans with food, milk, meat, and also textiles and fiber and felt from their hair. Their humps do shrink with age. Uh, camels do have huge canine teeth or flesh teeth, and their jaws are strong enough to break wood, just FYI. And if a camel is starving, its hump will almost be non-existent. Uh, let's see. As for camel attacks, although rare, they have happened. Um in 2007, an aggressive camel bit a 45-year-old farmer on the left side of his shoulder and neck. He picked the farmer up, shook him, and threw him to the ground. He did break the man's neck, and the man arrived to the hospital in a coma. They were able to stabilize him. However, six days later, he died of a brain infection. Ugh. Yikes. Right? 
Yeah. Okay. October 2014, Mexico. The American owner of the wildlife park in Mexico was attacked and killed by a camel that escaped from its pen. Richard uh, Molesky, a Chicagoan, was kicked and bitten nearly to death by the camel. When he was almost dead, the camel then sat on him and smothered him. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm not laughing. No, it is kind of funny, though. And allegedly, (laughs) here's why he got attacked. So allegedly, the camel was pissed because the owner hadn't given him his daily Coca-Cola. Oh. mm, Why? Okay. Well, he sounded like he deserved any of that, all that. Right. And then, oh, in the best part, too, so you know how the camel sat on him? He wouldn't get up. (laughs) So they had to, uh, to get the... Molesky underneath him, they had to bring a truck in and tie the camel to the truck and, like, essentially pull it off. Mm. Poor guy. Right. What a way to go. Right. But fuck you for giving camels coke. Right. Not only were you, like, curb stomped by a fucking camel, then it <laughs> sat on you. Yeah. And let's see, Texas, uh, January 2015. A camel farm at a camel farm, the owner and a friend were trampled by an aggressive male camel that was being kept with two females. Apparently, it was during rutting season, so the male had become increasingly aggressive. Fortunately, relatives of the farm, uh, relatives of the farm's owner, did give the Texas game warden the permission to kill the male camel. Hmm. Let's see. Okay, India, 2016. An Indian man. Uh, went to go untie his camel after leaving it tied up all day in the heat. The camel lifted him by the neck, threw him on the ground, chewed the body, and severed his head. It took about 25 villagers around six hours to get the camel under control, and apparently this wasn't the first time the camel had attacked his owner. Hmm. So I think the moral of the story is just maybe don't fuck with camels. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. Because they will ruin your life. Yeah. And as for conservation status, well, you know, yep. you kind of already covered that, Sam, but I'll let you do a, a little recap. Is that it? Yeah, that's no, it. That's not it. We, um, I mean, they're they're conserved. We've domesticated okay. them. We've they're all over the place. We've got them. They are not hurting one bit. So there's no need they're for conservation because they're not even too. in the wild. They're what? Uh, they're in Las Vegas. I I don't know if they're doing them in the but <laughs> okay. Well, here's some uh, music to. Uh, Is it Sally the Camel? Out. No, okay, but anyways, so before that, hey guys, don't forget we're on Instagram, Just Animals Pod. Send us an email, any animal requests, any questions, um, any animal. Again, send us, shoot us requests, questions, comments. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Oh, please also be sure to like and rate us on whatever platform you listen to us. It helps out with the algorithm and helps us get more exposure, thus helping more animals. Thank you as always for listening. We love to hear from you guys. Shoot us a message on Instagram or email. Anything else, guys? I want to hear yo, this yo, song. Yo, what the yo, hell yo. Is I love Weird Al. You know, he's a very intelligent guy. Oh, why are you playing Yoda? Because <laughs> we talk what about Star Wars. Because he said he they voiced Yoda with the camel, right? Yeah, Weird Al is No, great. not Yoda, Chewbacca. No, we were talking about how Yoda, I had Yoda shirts in kindergarten. Right. Oh, you... that what it was? I thought it was the voice of Yoda. No. Chewbacca. Have you ever heard Chewbacca. Yoda? Yoda actually talks. Okay. Kirk out. I'm going to go have dinner. I'm hungry. That's I got to go. That's okay. it. That's your go-to move. All right. Bye, everyone. We'll talk I'll to you next week. All righty. Can I shut off? Well, Otto, do you approve of this week's episode? <laughs>